successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on KMBZ 980 AM or for joining us via podcast on Apple or on Spotify. We greatly appreciate it. Or if you're joining us on the website, grillnationshow.com, thank you so much. I appreciate everyone listening again today and for interacting with us on social media. Again, you connect with me on social media at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. We're going to be talking today about an extremely interesting topic, one that, uh, with man, with it being so cold outside and uh, with so many things happening, it's something that I somewhat suffer from sometimes, pain, not chronic pain, but you know, with, with it being cold out, I, I've noticed these things a lot more. And we're going to have an expert on today. Dr. Saad Say is with us. He is a standing pain management specialist in Kansas City and in the region who treats patients who suffered or are suffering from chronic pain and have not found relief from other modalities of treatment. He specializes in acute and chronic pain management. Uh, the website for more information on this is pain.com. Welcome to the show, doctor. I'm just going to call you doctor. Um, I apologize for that. I have my, my my talking points up here, but really excited to have you on today as well as a patient of yours, James Clark, who will be joining us here briefly um, and shortly. Let us know a little bit about yourself. Um, I know that you're a specialist and uh, I'd like to know more about your background and your training and kind of what you do on a daily basis to help people. Sure, sure. Definitely. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor to be on your show. Um, briefly, you know, I, um, I grew up, I was born in St. Louis. I actually grew up in the Middle East in Saudi Arabia and then, uh, went to Mizzou for my undergraduate degree. Oh, good. That's to, where I went to law school at. So we're, uh, we're both tigers. That's a positive. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a very big positive. Uh, although it's sacrilegious in here in Kansas city. Um, but then I did my med school at Saber university, which is uh, a school based out of Dutch Caribbean and did the rest of my clinical rotations at St. Luke's on the plaza, then went to uh, UMKC for my intern year in internal medicine, and then I went to Washington University in St. Louis uh, for both my anesthesiology training and uh, my pain uh, fellowship training. Surprisingly, my bachelor's was in computer science. So um, I think a little bit of, you know, the technology that's advancing in, in pain management, really, it's interesting to me because of my background in computer science. And and how it kind of interacts with the body. It's, it's really an exciting space to be in. Very much so. How long did all that uh, take for you to do? I mean, that's a quite oh, I lost count. I mean, you you know, from high school um, and then four years of college, four years of medical school, and then uh, four years plus another year of fellowship. So what, 12, 15 years of training? Yeah, it's quite a much. I always wonder that because I have friends that have been through medical school or are in the medical profession and, and as someone who went to law school but isn't a full-time practicing attorney anymore of course um 
I always just felt like you all had to work a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, every every uh, specialty, every career, every job has its own challenges, you know. Uh, but it's an honor to really be on this path that I'm on. Dr. Saad Saeed where, is with us today. Um, again, pain management specialist. So um, real quickly, kind of what is the difference between a pain management specialist and kind of what other doctors do? What, what, what kind of makes you unique in this, uh, in this world of chronic pain? It's a really good question. You know, um, pain in itself, um, it's such a vast field um, that, you know, medicine has become, as we progress and we learn more and more, medicine be has become compartmentalized only because of the vast amounts of information. And so uh, your regular doctor will be able to kind of treat your pain with, you know, your regular medications. Um, however, um, with chronic pain management specialists and people who are uh, fellowship and board certified, we have other tools such as, you know, multimodal disciplinary, you know, behavioral therapy, psychological therapy, injection therapy, physical therapy. Um, and so in conjunction with all those together, I think we can really help uh, a lot of patients. That's awesome. And before we get to, uh, to our uh, next segment, what, uh, how do people connect with you? Where, where are you out of? How do, how do we actually connect with you in person? So I uh, work for Olitha um, Health System, um, Olitha Medical Center here on 151st Street in Olitha, Kansas. And I've been here about um, almost going on four years now. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, what uh, what is your relationship with Boston Scientific? Is we're going to be talking about some of the technology that they put out on the show with spinal cord stimulation, especially. That's something that I uh, when I was doing my research uh, for the show today. You know, I had never heard of, and then I was out at a restaurant, or I was uh, at a at some sort of maybe it was during the Super Bowl. I was talking to someone about this upcoming show. And I and they knew everything about it already, and I and I was just blown away because I had never heard of it. And uh, but uh, you had you know Boston Scientific Pain.com is how we got connected. How does that all work in the medical world? And, and you know and we're going to preview a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. Right, right. So spinal cord stimulation is a really uh, exciting technology that it's one of the tools that we have um, to uh, to actually help people with uh, chronic pain who. Um, have tried the tr traditional methods of injections and physical therapy. And so um, without getting into too much detail right now, it's just an exciting field in, that can really change people's lives. Mm -hmm. And pain.com is, uh, is where all the information is about spinal cord stimulation, SCS. It's relief tailored for your pain. And, uh, and they have a really good website there with a bunch of FAQs and uh, it's, frankly, it's where I learned about it because I'm not, I'm, I'm 41 doctor. And, um, you know, it's weird. I'm not young. I'm not old, but there's times where I'll get a pain when I'm running or I'll, 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 I'll bend over or I'll just normal tasks. And I'm like, holy crap, that's really painful. Um, but then it usually goes away in a week. So I'm lucky enough to not have, or, you know, in a day or two, I'm lucky enough sure. to not have to come see you yet, but I know there's a lot of people that do. And we're going to talk about that on today's show. I really, I want to kind of dive as deep as possible. And we're going to be joined here in our second segment again, throughout the entire show with one of your patients who's actually, um, who's actually gone through this and had their life uh, changed for the better by working with you. And I'm very interested to kind of learn more about his, his journey as well. He'll be joining us here shortly. Anything else you want to mention on this first segment? We have about a minute left. Can connect with you and, and really kind of how they explore more about this. 
Um, like I said, I'm located at Olathe Health System, but pain.com has some some of my information on there. You can always ask your doctors to kind of uh, send a referral over to my office, and I'm you know happy to have a consultation with a lot of patients. Um, and you bring up a good point how, you know, on a day-to-day basis, you're like, wow, it hurts a little bit. I'm one of the unfortunate people when I was around my early 20s, I actually threw my back out and herniated a disc and actually needed to see a pain management specialist myself. And I think that's kind of what intrigued my interest in seeing how much better I got after a significant injury where I was essentially bed bound for like four or five days. Um, so I kind of, I can, I, I see that uh, side of, of people's lives and I've experienced it. And so that I think gives me a better insight into help people. Very good information. There's always that story about why and how it touched you and, and, and what's next. So I'm excited to learn more. We're going to talk all about uh, spinal cord simulation on this show. We're going to talk about uh, chronic pain and how you can actually treat it and learn more about this procedure and this work that the doctor does. Uh, you know, and, and what are the restrictions? How long does it last? Does it affect your whole body? So many questions to be asked on the Grill Nation show today. Thank you again for joining us on 980 AM or via podcast. We'll be right back. Head underwater and you tell me to breathe easy for a the Grill Nation show here on KNBZ 980 AM, or if you're joining us today via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. You can listen to us on Apple or on Spotify as well. You can find all of our guests, our shows at grillnationshow.com. I have all of them posted as well as information about what we talked about on each and every show. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Saad Syed, who is the uh, is a pain management specialist who treats patients who suffer from chronic pain and have not found relief from other forms of treatment. He specializes in acute and chronic pain management. He's with Olathe Health. Their website is olathehealth.org. If you want to learn more about him, also you can go to pain.com. Fascinating website um, that has all kinds of great information. And you can also connect with Dr. On there or with Boston Scientific. Just a lot of ways to understand your pain. And I want to start there. And again, we're going to be, uh, we're joined as well by uh, James Clark, who's a patient of doctor. And I want to work him in here as much as we can. We, again, we're taping this via Zoom under under a day of power outages and uh, minus 15. So this is not normal for us here in Kansas City. First off, doctor, why don't you explain to us what actually chronic pain is and, you know, how you would define it? In its simplest terms, chronic pain is basically pain in a specific area in your body that lingers on for more than three months. More commonly, it's understood to be basically someone could have, you know, uh, a headache or a backache or pain that from the guy from after surgery, whether it was a hernia surgery or a back surgery, that just kind of basically lingers on and really impacts your day-to-day quality of life. So over three months, any examples you want to give us of maybe things some some of our listeners have dealt with that you think are most common as far as when you when you see someone that says I have pain and you know immediately it's chronic where where is that and and, and what are some examples of that? People some people may have uh, issues where you know they have like rheumatoid arthritis and because of that disease process they start developing you know uh, expedited arthritis or worsening arthritis in the lower back or knees or joints then that that is basically uh, a, a really uh, 
typical example of people who develop chronic pain in that regard because you know with rheumatoid unlike other diseases it actually um, affects the formation of the joints and and and, and destru- destroys it in that sense on a microscopic level or people who you know um, they um, have hernia surgery um, and everything gets corrected but then that that sharp pain that it's from the nerve being damaged that lingers on. And I think that's probably what we see a lot of, unfortunately. And what, what are the t- traditional treatments uh, for these types of pains? Not what you do, but um, what, why are yeah. they not as effective as what we're going to talk about today? And, and, and what kind of long-term problems can occur because of them? Certainly, certainly. Most of the traditional treatments that um, people do or utilize is just, you know, using ice or heat or stretching. And then if that usually doesn't work, then they'll see their doctor and they'll get, you know, um, you know, some Tylenol, ibuprofen-like medication and different doses of those, different strength and, and formulations of those. And if that doesn't work, then basically they'll go and get the next step, uh, which is stronger opioid medications. And, and when they get to that point, that's where, you know, we start seeing and hearing about the uh, negative effects of the opioid epidemic and pandemic. And, um, and so, before to get to that point, that's where we kind of come in and, and try to help with a multimodal approach so that they don't get to that point where they're dependent on medications for the rest of their life. And um, that's great information. We'll get more into kind of that opiate epidemic. I want to bring on James Clark, who's a patient of yours, um, to learn more about kind of what he's been dealing with in his life. James, welcome to the show. Can you give us an example of kind of some of the, the chronic pain you were dealing with and uh, some of the treatments maybe that weren't as effective as, as what you saw when you went, went and talked to the uh, doctor here? Yes, happy to help. I met the doctor, oh, some time ago, year, year and a half ago, because I was having extreme pain in my lower back. And uh, the doctor uh, prescribing some injections, and they helped immensely, but they were short-lived. And then I had to get more injections. And then when this new device from Boston Scientific was presented. I did a test with it, and it, the test was just wonderful. I I had it for a week, and I just wanted more. And uh, but unfortunately, I had a wound injury. I needed to heal before I could have any implant. So once the implant was placed in my back, um, I just felt like a whole new person, and I have ever since. And it's just wonderful. It's pretty amazing when, when you hear someone say that they, they couldn't wait to go back to the doctor. I mean, I, uh, I love hearing that. That's a good thing. Doctor said, I, <laughs> I don't, I, when you talk about injections, is that kind of, is that kind of something that is normal at the beginning, uh, doctor? Yeah, certainly, certainly. You know, there's, uh, various types of in, uh, injections that we do in various parts of the body and what we inject can range from, you know, uh, biological gels or stem cells. But traditionally, most time we use cortisone and depending on which part of the body or the technique we're using, we use a certain type of cortisone. And what that does is it tries to reduce some of the inflammation and swelling that's causing the pain and then hopefully allow the body to kind of heal. And so then you can do some therapy, some stretching so that you can uh, get back to your normal functionality. And then unfortunately, sometimes, as you said, they're short lived only because the problem has gone too far along. Mm-hmm. So this opiate epidemic, um, you know, I never really heard about it until maybe five years ago, maybe 10 now. I, I, I don't know how long it's been, but I, I, I just started hearing about it because of policy implications and how big of a widespread epidemic it was. 
you know, do you feel like more steps are being taken now to kind of move away from that kind of treatments? Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, if you just look at the news with the certain litigation that's happening at, at a large scale and I think that was part of the problem back in the 90s. You know, it was sold as as the end all be all pill, that magic pill that will help people without realizing that it's addictive and it has a lot of side effects. You know, so it's a I think it's a multi-layered problem, you know, um, where um, physicians were were told something. And so they prescribed a lot in the 90s and then even up until the you know, last few years. Um, but now you can see with the CDC changed their guidelines. Um, I think that there's a culture shift being done um from the from the beginning of training to tell to let people know that this isn't the answer unless you have cancer pain or something that you know is an end of life palliative situation it's really not the best thing to do for a patient because it has many side effects and so um you know instead of treating the symptom of pain we got to treat what causes the pain and i think that's where we come in there james mentioned this uh spinal cord simulation is is kind of our, our main topic today what is it How'd you hear about it and what does it do? Spinal cord stimulation in, in layman's terms, uh, the, the example that I use is basically a pacemaker for your back pain. So we all know the pacemaker, it looks about um, about this big, you know, um, and then so it's basically a device that's attached to a couple of wires. Um, that's about, about as thin as a fishing line. And what it does is it, uh, it goes inside your body and it, it stimulates the spinal cord uh, using electrical signals on a microscopic level. And, and what that does is hopefully it overloads the system so that the pain signals that your body part is sending to your brain, it tries to interrupt that so that we can kind of get that under control and you can function somewhat without needing all these other issues. When did you hear about this type of, uh, you know, so, uh, spinal cord stimulation has been around for many years, actually. Um, but over the last five years, um, when I was in training, really it was a big shift in an advancement in research and technology where they started cert, uh, researching, you know, um, certain pulse width and certain, um, frequency of stimulation of the electrical signals. And uh, that permutation, that combination of certain, um, uh, of the research, showed that you know people who were only getting you know 30 40 percent improvement of their chronic pain were getting almost 75 80 percent to the point where some people were able to walk where they couldn't walk and some people were able to get off all their medications so i would say the last three to five years has really been a significant improvement in this technology there's more information on spinal cord simulation is at pain.com um it's a proven drug-free therapy uh, that can be personalized to deliver the lasting relief you need when you need it and where you need it. So this really is pretty innovative. I like that you just said that, you know, in the, in the last few years, there's been a lot of changes. And it seems to me, based upon what James has been telling us, doctor, that, you know, this is a lot better than traditional treatments and especially a lot better than, you know, taking opioids. I mean, I can't even, I can't even imagine why more people aren't moving to this um, and hopefully they will be. Yeah, certainly. You know, um, I think, like I said, it's it's the last few years have been really significant. And I think with the help of um, of the education that's getting out there and, and, and patients understanding and, and physicians understanding that, you know, the opioids have so many side effects and they can really affect, you know, from uh, uh, hormones to, to constipation to just addiction. And they can really put you down a significant path where you don't want to really go. And so uh, uh, 
you know, besides spinal cord stimulation, we have so much that we can offer these patients that uh, they can get treatment with injections where we can do that. There's radio frequency ablation, which we can do that. Um, and so along with spinal cord stimulation, we can really, really help a lot of these patients without utilizing opioids for long-term. Now, obviously for short-term, if you break a bone or something like that, it's, it's definitely appropriate to use it. But when we're talking about, you know, more than three to six months, a year or two, we want to avoid usage of those kind of medications. Very much so. And appreciate you guys listening to us today. We're going to break down after the break what patients can expect. What are there any safety concerns? Is there a trial period, a test period? Uh, does insurance cover this? What is the size again? Uh, will you ever need medication? So many questions to ask about spinal cord stimulation. Again, the website is pain.com. Understand it, learn about it, and see how you can relieve your symptoms and pain. Go to pain.com. We'll be right back with more Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us today on the radio on 980 AM or via podcast on Apple or Spotify. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM or on podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us again this week for the show. Very interesting topic. Uh, We're talking about chronic pain management today and spinal cord stimulation. The website for more information is pain, P-A-I-N.com. Nobody likes pain. So uh, if you want to relieve it, go to pain.com. Dr. Saad Sayed is our guest. He is a pain management specialist who deals in this uh, type of treatment. He specializes in acute and chronic pain management. Also joined today by a patient of his, James Clark, who, uh, who read through this treatment. And I want to start there because we've talked about kind of what it is, what it, what it kind of does. But I really want to talk about kind of now what p- patients can expect or should expect um, so let's start there. We'll start with doctor and then we'll, we'll move to James and, and learn um, kind of what he learned throughout the process. So what could or should patients expect with spinal cord simulation? You know, um, what does the beginning of the process look like, doctor? Definitely, definitely. It's a, it's a very good question. You know, if used for the correct indication, there are certain indications um, uh, that we utilize. And if it's successful, patients should expect really at minimum 50% relief of their day-to-day activity. They should be able to, uh, you know, be able to walk better. They should be able to stand up better. And, you know, a lot of patients will tell me that they can't even cook dinner for more than five minutes at a time. And so um, after implantation, that if it's successful, they're able to stand up straight for like 20, 30 minutes at a time and, and be able to walk, you know, um, so like I said, there's certain indications for people like who've had back surgery or have trauma in their, in certain parts of the body. Um, that's where we utilize it for. And is there a trial period or a test period before a patient commits to it? Um, what is that? Certainly. Like? Yeah. So what we do is we get the, uh, we send it for insurance authorization and there's usually a, a psychological evaluation to make sure that, you know, people understand that 
what's happened to them because it's a foreign body that's being placed into their uh, into their body actually. And so what they do is we once we get all the approval, patients will come in and we'll actually uh, place uh, temporary wires um, uh, as if they were receiving an injection, same kind of technique. And then we tape it up and and then they go home for a week. It's attached to an external battery to simulate what would be the real thing. And they work very closely with a representative and um, and and usually within a few days, they're doing a lot better. That's interesting. James, welcome back to the show. James Clark, who's a patient who's gone through with this. What did it what did it look like for you? You mentioned your you had injuries and you had problems and pain and you just decided, you know, let's do this. What what the beginning of the program looked like like for you, James, if you could uh Kind of take us through kind of the inside of, of what it was like and, you know, why you decided to do it. And um, let's start there. Well, after many injections, uh, the doctor said, introduced me to this control mechanism. And uh, I wore it for a week. And I tell you, all I wanted to do was not give the trial back because it was doing such a wonderful job. I walked in with a walker. And you basically push the walker aside, and I I am so thrilled that I've had this done, uh, and it's made such a tremendous difference in my life. So you didn't have any issues with this being implanted uh, for the trial phase and, and no issues with it being, um, you know, the size of it? No, no problem there. I, I enjoyed the fact that uh, it took my pain away, and that's, with the ultimate uh, uh, desire, and uh, believe me, it has worked fantastically. Wow, that's great to hear. Um, what, um, doctor? What? What are there? Are there any safety concerns? And, and when you when you start this program with people like James, um, does it work in multiple pain areas, or is it does it alleviate all pain? So, very good question. Uh, main safety concerns. Um, is procedural initially. It's like, you know, the risk of infection and bleeding. And, and, you know, we take the necessary precautions for that with antibiotics and whatnot and sterile technique. Uh, going forward, you know, once it's in permanently, um, there's always a, the main risk I would say is a malfunction or breakage, but that's very rare. Um, I, I've only seen one or two cases over the hundreds I've done. Um, and so um, in that regard, it's, it's a very safe, uh, safe product to, to utilize. And does it alleviate all pain? No, it doesn't alleviate all pain. Um, it's really, but I mean, nothing can really. I mean, nothing, nothing really that. can. I, 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 you could be a healthy twenty-five-year-old uh, individual who's, you know, a hundred percent healthy, and you'll get a pain once in a while. Exactly, and so, so it's, it, it, so it doesn't, it does not eliminate all pain. And there's multiple different vendors and manufacturers, um, Boston Scientific being one of them, and. Each of them um, do essentially the same thing, but some do a little bit better than others. And so it's it's really created for people initially that had back surgery and still have constant pain in their back or down their legs or people, same thing with their neck, neck surgery and have pain in their arms. It's created for people who um, have poor circulation and as a result, they've had nerve damage in their legs. And so that's what it was initially created for. But now what we know is with ever-changing research and more advancement, the indications for usage is changing, actually. You know, there's multiple studies ongoing for more areas than the traditional that we thought about, you know. And so people who've got abdominal pain, who've got chest pain, 
um, there's a lot of research being done into that so that hopefully one day we can utilize it for that too as well. Mm -hmm. Interesting stuff. And um, yeah, usually sometimes when you get a pain in your, your back, sometimes you also have it in your shoulder or it just, it kind of moves, you know, like, and so that's interesting to know if it can work in multiple areas. What uh, you mentioned insurance, does insurance cover the cost of uh, SCS spinal cord simulation? Yes, yes, um, definitely. Most uh, commercial insurances, including Medicare, will definitely cover um, the pretty much majority of the cost, uh, minus obviously deductible. Every insurance is different and everything is changing in the insurance world and the little nuances. But yes, it's predominantly covered if used for the correct indication. Yes. Well, that's a bonus um, and a plus for many people, obviously, with everything going on and how much you pay for healthcare, That is really good to know. Um, Doctor, again, what's, what is the size of this? Uh, you, you mentioned it, it's the size of like a pacemaker, correct? It's actually, yeah. So um, actually now pacemakers uh, for the heart are even getting smaller and smaller. So I have to say it's a little bit bigger than that. So I would say uh, it's about one and a half inch by two inches and uh, half an inch thick. So and, I have it on screen here. I don't know if you yeah, can yeah, see it. Yeah, it. Looks, it looks very small. What, yeah. uh, is that a rechargeable battery or how, how does that battery work in there? And, and is that, what's that process look like? Very good question. Um, so they make two types. There's a rechargeable version and a non-rechargeable version. The rechargeable version is lithium ion also, and it, um, it lasts a little bit longer um, on average about 10 to 12 years, depending on the manufacturer. And the non-rechargeable one is average, they say three to five years. But again, all that is dependent on how much energy your body is requiring, right? So if you utilize a lot of energy and it's not rechargeable, well, your battery is going to uh, stop working within a year or two. And I've seen that happen before. So um, I like to, uh, uh, for my patients, uh, offer them the rechargeable version only because it's just uh, one less surgery they have to worry about down the road. And it's a little longer lasting um, shelf life on that. James, um, James Clark, our patient here, did you, are you using the rechargeable, uh, uh, spinal cord simulation? Yes, I am. And it, has, that, has that been effective and easy for you to use as far as uh, normal day-to-day -day routine? Yes, it is. Uh, it, uh, there is a charger that is placed on my back right where the implant is. And I'll, I just have to sit there and, and uh, let it do its thing, and it's recharged, and uh, there's no nothing un, uh, unusual or uh, uncomfortable about it. So I I don't uh, have a problem with it at all. And let's. This is a question for both of you. Um, what does the initial recovery period look like? When we'll start with Doctor uh, Syed after you. Um, go through this procedure, you get it implanted. Is there any physical restrictions and, you know, how long do you have to take before this actually starts being effective? That's a very, very good question. Um, it depends on, on how it's placed. So what I've been talking about is the, what's called percutaneous or the minimally invasive one. Um, and that one, it, we, uh, we, we suture it to the body. So we hopefully, um, we hope that it doesn't move as much. And so because of that reason, we make sure people have about a downtime of a week where they're not moving much. And then for the next four to six weeks, we really limit the body's twisting, raise, reaching above your head, uh, contorting your body, reaching down without utilizing your knees. Um, that's the minimally invasive way. Now, there's another way this can be placed, and that's usually done by uh, spine surgeons, where they actually um, attach it 
and so suture it directly to the spinal cord themselves. And that's a little more involved surgery, and I don't do that. Um, and that has a longer three to four month uh, recovery period. But the way I do it, and a lot of my partner and colleagues do it, I would say an average six to eight weeks of downtime. Uh, but as the weeks progress and this, this, this thing scars down, they, we increase the activity. And by eight to 12 weeks, people are able to go hiking, go swimming, go running, whatever they want to do. There's a little bit of re, uh, initial recovery period. And, and, and James, when did you start seeing results? Uh, was this through that area or was this after that that initial recovery period? When did you start seeing uh, results with the uh, product? Honestly, I felt the result walking out of the, the hospital after the insertion. Um, and I could, I just, uh, again, I was just amazed at the, uh, how well it worked immediately and, uh, relieving my pain almost a hundred percent. That's fascinating. It's amazing what technology and science and, uh, medical procedures can do for people. Very exciting. We're talking about spinal cord stimulation today on the grill nation show. The website you can look to for more information, which is a very good website, full of uh, really easy to understand information for those of you that maybe aren't medically inclined, is pain.com, P-A-I-N.com. We'll be right back for our final segment of today's show. Again, this is Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on The Grill Nation Show. Can't help it, the girl can't help it. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today again on radio. If you're listening to KMBZ 980 AM or on podcast at Apple or Spotify or on our website, grillnationshow.com. I appreciate everyone for connecting with me uh, as well on social at Jason Grill on Twitter and then just search for Jason Grill on other social media platforms or at Grill Nation show. We are uh, having a great show today again, and I will mention that we are uh, also up on YouTube now, so check out our YouTube channel. Dr. Saad Saad is our guest. He is a pain management specialist who treats patients who suffer from chronic pain and have not found relief from other modalities of treatment. He, again, specializes in acute and chronic pain management. We're talking about the procedure, the spinal cord simulation. Uh, The website to learn more about that is pain, P-A-I-N.com. Doctor's patient, James Clark, is also with us today. He's been through the procedure uh, for spinal cord simulation and uh, seems to have really uh, been a life changer for him. And we'll talk more about that in this final segment. First off, doctor, how has this um, spinal cord simulation really kind of changed your medical practice? Uh, I imagine it's changed it, changed it a lot for the better when you have patients like James who are so optimistic about the treatment. I think it's really changed um, when we offer this technology to the patient. You know, back when it was still not a guaranteed success where the efficacy was still, you know, the jury was still out there. Um, over the last few years, the more we do this, the more the technology shifts, you know, the more uh, sooner I offer it to patients. So for example, you know, in the ideal situation, if a patient comes in and we do a cortisone injection and they're usually good to go, then, hey, we'll take it, you know. And th- But those patients that it doesn't work that well or they've had multiple back surgeries and they just don't want to be on medications and we don't want to be on the medication, especially with the opioid epidemic and pandemic that's happening. Uh, I just offer it much sooner because I know how life-changing it can be. 
Um, so I would say it's, it's definitely made an impact on my practice personally. That's awesome. James Clark uh, is your patient. Uh, I want to learn James from you now. Um, kind of, I know you've talked about how you just, you loved it. You walked out of the office, you already felt something. What, uh, what is it, what has it changed in your life? And what are some of the things now that maybe you haven't done in a while that you're able to do now and you're excited about doing more and looking forward? I've had pain most of my life and I'm 79 years old and I didn't think anything would ever uh, repair my back. I know I had a herniated disc and whatever other complications, but I can tell you that with Dr. Sayad, I have found new life. I feel so much younger, and uh, I won't say that I'm bouncing off the wall because I'm, I'm not. I have other issues, but as far as the back pain, uh, I no longer have it. I really, really do endorse the uh, implant uh, situation and the stimulation is just wonderful. I have control of it whenever I need it and uh, it works all over my body. When uh, when did you have this implanted again? How long ago? I've had it in about three months, four oh months. Oh my gosh, wow. Okay, so, it, so it's very recent then. Yes. Well, that's a positive. Doctor, is that unique to uh, to James or is that something that Three months in, why James said he might not be bouncing off the walls yet, but I, it sounds like he might be because he's so positive. What uh, what is the typical uh, results? Is that is that normal? Yeah, that's definitely normal. Now, it's uh, you know, like I said, with depending on which manufacturer you use, the technology is a little bit different. But what I found with Boston Scientific and my partner can attest to that is that patients just get that immediate immediate benefit. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more here in a minute about this uh, new emerging technology that they have. But yeah, it's, I think this typical result where people really uh, 50% at minimum, uh, if not more of relief of their regular pain. You've been, uh, you mentioned Boston Scientific. They, they, do, uh, they do different events. I know you're engaged with thought leadership, explaining what's going on in the medical profession, integrating with them. Um, are you engaged in kind of those types of speeches and, and really kind of uh, education and advocacy? Yeah, certainly. I, uh, you know, I, it, it's a with medicine, you know, we uh, we there's so much that we can make an impact on patients. And when I see something that such life changing and life altering, I really, really uh, stand behind it 100 percent. And the new technology that Boston Scientific is releasing is uh, is their Wavevira Alpha, which basically is a new um, battery that is fully MRI compatible. So people who need to have frequent MRIs and couldn't get um, this technology placed because of the need for MRIs. Well, it's it's there now. And then on top of that, they have this new uh, software update technology that really uh, is, without getting too, too much into the science behind it, it really works even better than what it's working now. So, you know, people were uh, on a scale of one to 10, their pain was like a seven or eight. They literally walk, uh, you know, with two out of 10 pain, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's continuing updates of this happening. Um, and I mean, in your world, I feel like you've got to be kind of, you know, working with someone like Boston Scientific or people that really are doing the, the, the technology innovation. You have to really kind of be on top of these things, because um, if you're not, you're in the past. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's like I said, there's different vendors, different manufacturers. And if, if they're not doing the research or they're not catching up with the times, then then people cease to use their products only because you know, our, my loyalty is to my patients. I care about my patients. And so 
I will do whatever I can to help them and I will utilize the best product for them. And, and, and so that's why as of now I'm using Boston Scientific because it's really, it's really made a big difference. Dr. Saad Said is our guest. He's a, a pain management specialist. He's at Aletha Health. Their website is alethahealth.org. He's also uh, Boston Scientific connected us to him. Their website is pain.com. You can learn more about spinal cord stimulation, SCS. And we know it's been very, very successful for uh, James Clark. What is one word in your mind to describe uh, SCS and what would that word be? And, and why would you place that one word on it? If you were to pick out one word that really kind of defines what this spinal cord simulation is, doctor, what would that be? Oh, gosh, I don't think you can you can really use one word. But if I had to, I'm going to cheat and use hyphenated life changing. Okay. Yeah, life changing. Like and that's that. what that's what my patients say. Well, let's see, James. What do you think? What's one word you think uh, James Clark is a patient who's used this that uh, that you would pick out of all the words in the dictionary to describe uh, spinal cord simulation for you? Wonderful, as well as life changing. But uh, I can't really come up with a an entire single word because it it just spread over a whole bunch of words. They're all good words. Those are all positive words. I like wonderful. We'll, we'll go with wonderful. And I also like life-changing. We'll count that as one word, doctor. Uh, doctor, how do people get connected to you or how do they learn more about SCS? Uh, I know the, the website pain.com and you're in Olathe Health, but if they want to continue to learn more about these types of procedures and technologies, what would be your best advice? You know, the pain.com and Boston Scientific have done a really good job of, uh, of putting together, together what's, uh, events. And so if they go to that website or they call my office, um, and, uh, have a consultation with me, we can always talk, you know, about, um, to see if they're a good candidate for this, you know, because, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of times, um, patients, uh, have a lot of roadblocks, whether it's financial or insurance roadblocks. And, and so I think it's, it's, it, they should definitely uh, have the regular doctor contact me and I'm happy to kind of sit with them and, and discuss to see if they would be a candidate for this. Very good. Dr. Saad Saeed, that is S-A-A-D, last name S-Y-E-D, medical doctor specializing in chronic and acute uh, pain management, working with Boston Scientific and what they do with spinal cord simulation. Their website again is pain.com. And really appreciate James Clark, who's a patient, for putting himself out there and coming on the show today to talk about all the uh, the process and what it's done for his life. I want to thank both of you and Boston Scientific for joining me today on the Grill Nation show. Thank you so much for having us. I appreciate it. Very thank much. You. Thank you both so very much. And I appreciate it. You, uh, your candor, your openness, and your preparation uh, on today's show. Thanks for everyone for listening. Again, connect with us online at grillnationshow.com or you can listen to any of our shows on podcasts on Apple or Spotify. I appreciate you joining us again today. Have a good one and we'll talk to you soon. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you have the time of your life.